Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 145, The Global Chip Shortage. Hey everyone, this is Charles Judd, one of the content creators at Kevin Wallace Training, and I'm excited to be back on this episode of The Broadcast Storm. If you are in the market for a new smartphone, automobile, or gaming system, you could have to wait a while to get exactly what you're looking for. If you're like me, you love your electronics. And the reason for the problem here is that there's currently a global shortage in semiconductor chips, which are found in many items that we use every day, even places that you might not think about immediately, such as our newer appliances. We live in a world where increasingly, all of our devices are connected for either entertainment or productivity. Although I'm old enough to predate most of these conveniences, functioning without our modern technologies is practically unimaginable for many, especially to younger generations, such as my kids. When I think about them, they've grown up with these things from birth. They simply can't imagine going through an entire day without a smartphone or a computer or a PlayStation or with Netflix. And so the problem with this shortage comes down to a very simple formula. We've had an increase in demand combined with the reduced capacity to produce semiconductors. At the time of this recording, we're a little over a year into the COVID-19 global pandemic. And where I'm located, we went through a several-month period where many, many businesses were closed to in-person services and public schools went to a virtual setting. So that created a situation where many families were suddenly home and they needed to figure out how they could work from home or do school from home. So for those with multiple school-aged kids, this means they had to have dedicated computers or laptops or tablets for each child's virtual learning. Parents also had to have a way to attend virtual meetings and to work remotely. And I can tell you from my own family's personal experience having teenagers in the house, Boredom was also a huge factor that began to kick in. We had limited travel and social activities, so naturally, my kids wanted to find new ways to be entertained. They wanted to buy new electronics to curb that. They wanted new gaming systems, maybe new gaming PC parts. And this wasn't unique to my family either. In fact, many consumers began purchasing new electronics during this time, so it put a sharply increased demand on semiconductor manufacturers. We had waves of people purchasing new TVs, new smartphones, gaming consoles, tablets, and more. And this all put a strain on the semiconductor supply. Going back to remote workers, many service providers also had to scale up. They saw larger demands on their infrastructure as more and more people moved to their platforms. Think about places such as AWS and Azure, not to mention services for work productivity, such as Slack and Zoom. So, you guessed it, building more infrastructure means using more semiconductors. Also not surprising is the fact that streaming services such as Hulu and Netflix, they needed to scale up operations as well to handle the increase in demand. Additionally, public transit began to be a somewhat less favorable method of travel with COVID. And so there was also an increase in the demand for automobiles. I have family members who actually work for Ford Motors here in the U.S. And the interesting thing here is that during the beginning of the pandemic, 
automobile manufacturers actually began to reduce manufacturing capabilities. They anticipated that demand would actually decrease. And this obviously was an incorrect assumption. And this industry is also now clamoring for new semiconductor chips. Now, there are only a few chip manufacturers in the world with the ability to produce the most modern chips capable of fast processing needed for electronics like gaming systems or automobiles and certainly computers. Companies like Samsung, as an example, they produce chips for other companies like AMD, NVIDIA, and other embedded processors. So these are the components you would find in CPUs and graphics cards, as well as automobiles, smartphones, smart appliances, and more. So at the same time that we saw a spike in demand, the pandemic also reduced the labor force for these manufacturers due to COVID restrictions. Perhaps the most troubling part of all this is that the shortage is not set to go away anytime soon. There have been other unfortunate events adding to this problem as well. We had massive power blackouts in Texas disrupting silicone wafer manufacturing. Renesis, who supplies almost 20% of the global market, suffered fire damage. And a drought in Taiwan has affected manufacturers because the fabrication process requires fresh water. I've already seen reports that FPGA chips now require a 52-week lead time, an entire year. So this shortage will definitely stretch throughout the remainder of this year and perhaps beyond. There's no sign of the demand decreasing or for the supply increasing anytime in the near future. So that means that as consumers... Cost is likely going to rise for us. That's going to be passed down because of scarcity. Expect more expensive cars, phones, and more. So if you're thinking of upgrading to the newest iPhone, this could be the time to do that. I want to sincerely thank you for listening and wish you the very best in whatever you're currently pursuing as your next career step. I look forward to spending time with you again in a future episode of The Broadcast Storm.